Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. Through my lifetime, though, for sure. Yeah, I learned that I'm going to be a father. I learned <laughs> that just other work, between work and sports, the NFL is still going to figure out how to get through this, and they still are. But I think the one thing that's been consistent is that Bill O'Brien <laughs> should have never been a GM. And I mean ever. That made no sense. Some of the coaching moves he's he's been able to pull off, you know, four division titles in Houston, but the second he traded – the best receiver in the NFL, it was over. It was never going to make sense. You could try to justify it. David Johnson's, you know, on IR with a concussion, and he's probably out for the rest of the year. But I think, if anything, 2020, just full circle, came back and built Bill O'Brien in the ass again with this play. Shotgun. Murray, out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. It's Murray magic. Is that the best wide receiver in the NFL catching a game winner? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry okay. if there's any Texans fans yeah. out here listening to that, but that is already the play Suck of the year. The already the play of the year. Just. 43 yards, t- time expired. But what was better, if you watched on the previous drive, the Bills marched down. Josh Allen's looking decent. Uh, Stephon Diggs basically runs a crossing route to the, the front of the end zone and just outruns Patrick Peterson, who's kind of lost a step the last couple of years anyway. He's still a decent corner. He didn't have a terrible game, though. He he did have that intercept, or he dropped an interception. He dropped an intercept. He also got beat, beat by Cole Bisley earlier in the game. But this game was back and forth. I mean, the Cardinals needed this win more than the Bills did. The Bills are still a game up in the division in the AFC East over the Dolphins, who are now on a, a four-game or a five-game win streak. I just I don't know how you sit here and try to justify any of this. I mean, the Bills, or the, not the Bills, sorry, the Texans are going to have a top five pick at this point. They've won two games. Well, the not the Texans. I, I know that's yeah. what I'm saying. It goes to Miami. Miami's making trying to make their first playoff appearance since I believe 2009. When they, in 2008, yeah. they had the number one overall pick with Jake Long, and they made the playoffs the next year at 11-5, and five, and they won the division that year. There's no good end in sight in the near future for, for Deshaun Watson, who is an elite quarterback. He's not going to have help. You're likely going to lose Will Fuller in free agency because he's not going to want to stay in this shit show. They're in full rebuilding mode with already signing the extension to Deshaun Watson, so it's going to be tough. J.J. Watts at the end of his career – they can I, release him for nothing. At the end I don't of think they will. He's been the face of that. He's been the face of the franchise. But he might make enough noise to get out of there. I mean, they might have to trade him uh, at a, minimum. He's a big man. I can really easily. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he says he's not looking to do a rebuild. He hasn't said I want out, but he said I'm not looking to do a rebuild. So. I I don't I even know that. that. I mean, he'll just want to play with a winner. It's not going to want to play with his brother. Well, yeah, but Pittsburgh. <laughs> He'd have to take a pretty big pay cut to be able to fit into Pittsburgh. So, so the Cardinals win thirty-two to thirty, which was one of the more exciting games. We actually had a decent amount of games. We had an, 
or closer games. It was a more exciting week. And we had another game winner this week. I don't know if you guys saw that game, but I, I caught the end of it. Man, if you're joining us from the Green Bay game, tied at 27, Matt Prater attempting the game-winning field goal from 59 yards out. Looks like a knuckler, and it's through. Lions win. What a game. The first home win of the season for Detroit. What a league. Home wins don't mean shit this year. There's no fucking fans there. It's not like people showed up really to Ford Field to begin with. Lions have won two straight, right? Yeah, two straight. They're four and five. They almost blow this lead, though. They're up 17-3 to three at halftime to the football team. Alex Smith, 390 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, though. After the end of the game, they said that Smith is the quarterback of the future. I'm sorry, if you get the second or third overall pick, yeah, Fields is there. Get the fuck out of here. Or Wilson from BYU <laughs> or Trey but Lance. You're not sticking with Alex Smith. Lions don't, fans don't get too excited. This, You almost lost this game, and this would have been the fourth time this year that you've blown a 10-point lead in the second half. So, I mean, that's... But they're not the Falcons, though. No, no one's the Falcons. <laughs> no one has that level of fuckery. But, you know, Lions get the win here. Alex Smith was a great story to see in this, you know, it continues to blow my mind to see him back on that field, but, you know, these that's just two terrible fucking teams that are going nowhere. I mean, Washington, Lions they're with the still good, in the division, I guess, but... I wouldn't say, yeah. They are. I mean, it's crazy. You got... But they the Vikings the are at 4-5, and five, so. the Lions are at 4-5. <laughs> and five. Oh, you're... The NFCs, I don't, I don't really want to talk. Oh about yeah, I wasn't. I was talking about. I wasn't talking about the Lions. Yeah, I, I get that. The football. I fuck the NFCs. I really could care less. I don't understand. I've never seen it. I mean, no one has. It's the worst division in NFL history right now. No, dude, it's not even close. It's not even close to anything like that. No, I get it. The Lions are going to have a tough – I mean, they're going to – they're probably not going to finish last in this division. I said it a few weeks ago. The Bears are going to struggle to win more games. Kirk Cousins 0-9 in primetime games in his career. Not anymore. Make that 1-9 because is even it, Matt Nagy gave up play calling. Didn't fucking matter. This Bears yes, offense is bad. I was getting ready to say that, yeah. It is bad. Cordell Patterson, they have a special piece in him. He's – you know, they finally figured out how to use him a little bit, a little bit. In the receiving game, obviously, he's one of the best returners in the league the last mm-hmm. eight years since he came out with Minnesota. Yeah, that kick return, he had tied him for the most kick returns for touchdowns in league history. So. Yeah, I, I think he'll he'll beat it. He's going to end up making more all-pro teams as a special or a specialist than Devin Hester, but Devin Hester's still the greatest return man of all time. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Just Cordero's putting himself up there. Justin Jefferson looked elite again, one of the better rookie receivers. We now have eight eight rookie receivers this year that go over 100 yards. The previous record was five. You've had, what is it? Henry Ruggs has gone over 100. Jerry Judy, T. Higgins, who's come on late, Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Chase Claypool, and Brandon Ayuk. That's not including Jalen Rager, who's looked good. LaVisca Chenault's looked good. This receiving class we knew would be good, but Jesus, it's going to go down. As of right now, is probably the greatest in the NFL. If their pass... Career trajectories keep on the same. Yeah, the they're going to be the only are. receivers in the league. No, I'm just joking. I, but, Jesus. Yeah, but meanwhile, the Bears can't get shit going on offense. Nick Foles might be dead somewhere. They don't even go. They don't even go to Trubisky. I don't even know if he was. They dead. Went, he was hurt. It didn't matter. They went to fucking. T- I, I would have. 
even if he would have been able to at 50%, he's got to be a better option than Tyler fucking no. Bray. You know what I was glad to see, though? I was glad to see at least Tyler Bray hasn't progressed any since coming out of Tennessee. So. Those balls were fucking... Who the fuck was he throwing to? Uh, it's a Matt Nagy offense. The Bears have serious problems. You know how frustrating it's got to be for the last 10 years to be a player on the Bears defense? You are going to be top five every year. Chuck Pagano somehow has made this one of the best units in the league. Roquan Smith, underrated. He's had over 10 tackles each in the last three weeks and a sack in each game. And he's all over the field. Sideline to sideline defender, one of the best linebackers in the league. They've got players everywhere. Even they're banged up on defense. They still limit the Vikings. and They shut down Dalvin Cook. 30 carries for 96 yards. That's a little over three yards a carry. They were able to shut him down. Thielen had the two touchdowns. That first touchdown catch was 30. ridiculous. But once they scored on that first drive, the, the Vikings did, it, it was over. The Bears, they marched down. Or no, it was, I think it was their second because Kyle Rudolph fumbled on the first the first Minnesota drive. Yeah, uh, Eddie Jackson did punch the ball out. No, I no, think it was Danny Trevathan. But, I mean, we'll move on. I mean, the Bears, just there's some serious issues here. The offensive line still needs to be addressed. I know they tried doing a patchwork job kind of like the Jets did in the offseason. It's not the answer. Nagy's got to go. Yeah, at this point, it's... I, I I seriously think this is a six to seven. Their whole five and two start felt a lot like the Colts last year. Yeah, you have no leadership on the offensive. You have Allen Robinson, and then that's it. I don't know. To me, it feels worse because the Colts didn't have half a good, half as good of, as a defense as the Bears had last or this year, last year. So I, I don't know. I think offensively they're about the same as the Colts last year, except for. Maybe the Colts had, I mean, they Alan, had Marlon Mack, but Alan the, Bear, the Bears have an elite receiver in Allen Robinson. Last year, Cole so. Mitch shown some flashes, and honestly, Jimmy Graham's had a good year. Way better than what he's been able to do the last two years in Green Bay. It's just, Nagy's got to go. You, you've got to find some offensive creativity that it's been lacking since they went 13-3 and three two years ago. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have David Montgomery last night, but who knows anyways because they don't run the fucking ball. So They keep giving it to Cordero Patterson in the backfield for some reason. Running Wildcat now. That was yeah. that was the first you got to try something. All right, yeah. let's, let's move to players of the week. Reeves, I, I really don't want to ask you, but who's your fucking offensive player of the week? Offensive player of the week, i got to give it to Ronald Jones. That 98-yard touchdown run, I think that's the fourth. The fourth. Okay. I went with somebody coming off injury, and he pretty much carried their team to. I mean, I know they're playing the Texans, but I went with Nick Chubb. He had 19 carries for 126 that yards. Should have scored at the very <laughs> and a touchdown. Yeah, he should have had another touchdown. But uh, I went with him. That yeah, touchdown com- coming off injury. Football. <laughs> he's coming off injury, and he's gonna be one of the reasons why Cleveland makes the playoffs. Yeah, I mean he's averaging the main reason, well sorry, over five no. yards a carry. He had uh, two, three carries over twenty yards again, so he's still leads the league in that quarter category. I went with Big Ben, but I mean circling back, that monsoon of a game that was Houston and Cleveland was boring, ten to seven, but Cleveland was able to knock it, drag it out. Miles Garrett can't be stopped. Jesus. Cleveland's this is a serious battle now, especially with Baltimore losing to New England on Sunday night. They're both six and three. There's now I think five teams that are at six and three in the 
um, AFC. There are nine teams that have at least six wins in the AFC right now, so it's close. Well, the NFL record for this late in the season of teams being just having winning records is eight in one in one yeah. conference. They, like Nick said, there are nine teams that are six or three, six and three, and at least better. six wins. Just yeah, say it that just, way. And better in in Stop the trying AFC. to be all fancy with your pinky. All right, my offensive player. Of the week. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, pinky the bathroom eye. boy wonder, uh, Big Ben, three hundred forty-one <laughs> yards, four touchdowns. Uh, touchdown passes, two to Claypool, one to uh, Washington, and then one to uh, Juju Smith. They're finding ways each and every week. They don't look like the best team each week, but they still are getting the job done, 9-0. and They finally didn't play down the competition no. this week. It, it looked like they might at the beginning. I mean, the Packers definitely played the competition. We'll get to that game later. <laughs> yeah. But I went with Big Ben. And then Defensive Player of the Week. It's kind of a, a surprising 4 o'clock game. Actually, for the first time since 1995, there was more 4 o'clock games than one o'clock games, and it's mostly because of the Masters, the Masters, which Dustin Johnson just dropped his balls all over every other play, just beat the shit out of the field there. Congrats. <laughs> no, we're not. You can't. I'm, you're not allowed to start into our promos. <laughs> you can never transition into our advertisements ever. Get that out of your head. Anyway, I went with Leonard Floyd. Uh, five tackles, but three sacks, five quarterback hits. It was all over Russell Wilson. The Rams are able to get a, a solid win, which. Honestly, they're the first team to figure out that passing offense for Seattle this year, and Russell struggled again. Another another interception. He's turning the ball over at an extremely alarming rate the last three weeks. Leads the league in turnovers in that time, which is surprising because Daniel Jones is still a fucking starter in this goddamn league. Giants. But I went with Leonard Floyd. Urban, give me your defensive player of the week. Yeah, I went with Leonard Floyd as well. He controlled that game. so yeah, he Completely did. controlled it. I did not go with Leonard Floyd. Probably not because you Jeff don't know what football is. Raiders. Who? Interceptions. Okay. Who had a very good game? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a blowout. I, I think I went with Floyd, and that that's nothing taken away from Heath. Floyd pretty much set the tone of that game. They got after Russell quick, and then Floyd finally looked like that first round pick he was for Chicago. Yeah, I mean, if you know he plays anything like this going forward, that's a ended up being a really good pickup for the Rams. Urban, give me your rookie of the week. I didn't have one, but I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson. Just uh, 135 yards receiving on eight catches. Not a bad game for him. I just, I really didn't have time. So you didn't watch any football on Sunday? No, I did, but I didn't see anybody that stood out besides him yesterday. Okay. Oh, because I asked you your fucking answer. (laughs) I'm not fucking T. Higgins. God damn it. He's been slowly just creeping up as, I think he's probably the second best rookie Besides Justin Jefferson, as of right now. Uh, you put Claypool up there. As I was well. going to say Claypool had two touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb's still elite. Jerry Judy still looks good. T. Higgins is good. I wouldn't put him in the top four in this class I'll yet. I'll put him over Judy right now. Okay, well, I'm glad some of us watch football here and I'm talking about me. I went with T. Higgins, though, too. It was going to be between him and Tua Tungavailoa. The Bengals, they're in for a rough matchup next week because it's the Bengals and the football team. And. The only good thing about the football team is that defensive line. So, I don't know how fast Burrow is going to have to get the ball out, but it's going to have to be under the under two seconds each time. Like, there will be no three-step three, three dropbacks there. Um, but I went with T. Higgins. It was either that or Tua. Tua now 3-0 as a starter. The only thing that I think he fucked up on was saying, I knew the NFL would be hard, but I didn't think it would be this easy. Yeah. Pump the brakes a little bit. Tua, first uh, rookie to ever go 3-0 and throw – 
or and throw five touchdown passes, zero, zero interceptions, zero turnovers. Yeah. That's what good quarterbacks do when they're young. They're not going to throw for over two to three hundred yards, but they're not going to make mistakes consistently. This isn't a Daniel Penny Jones type yeah. category. Daniel Jones got this in the back. No, he just for the first time in his career had back to back games with zero turnovers. Guess what? He's right there, dude. Almost leading that division, baby. Okay. <laughs> All right. He still has more interceptions than touchdowns on the year. Yeah. Not for long. Meanwhile, okay. the Chargers are two and seven. And they're one of three teams this year that haven't been beat by more than one possession. Yeah, they're... Anthony Lynn's got to go. What? They've been ravished by injury. Why would you let him go? I just can't get the job done. Can't get the win. I mean, they're having trouble finishing games. But, uh, I mean, if he was to get fired, I wouldn't say it was crazy. But I, I don't think anybody, especially Chargers fans, is... They got bigger issues than the coach right now. I, they, they've got to get that defense healthy. That Somewhat healthy, yeah. I mean, Derwin Joey Bosa is out for two years. Hasn't and Joey Bosa has been injured in yeah, and out of the lineup all year. Right, the past two weeks. So, other than that, the Bucks look like the Bucks again. You know, they just completely control that game. We talked about that a After little bit. Being stuck on a plane for seven hours before. Congrats to the Giants to getting to three wins. They still don't lead in that division because the Eagles still technically have the lead <laughs> Carson Wentz, wow, man. He's really taking a step back this year. That uh, offensive line also cannot protect oh, him. Oh, it's terrible. It's absolutely Meanwhile, garbage. I mean, J.J. Arcea, Whiteside, their second-round pick last year, was a healthy and active, and they need all the help they can get. But he does get Zach Ertz back this week. Yeah. So that's a help. The Jaguars kept it close against the Packers, um, also yeah. because there was 50-mile-an-hour wind gust at yeah. that game. And we started off the week, and I think we've been pushing this back, None of us took the Indianapolis Colts on Thursday night. Yep. They did exactly what they needed to do, which we didn't think well, we didn't think Reich could, you know, create at least it looked like the first two drives they were gonna just same play call, same play call. They'd go for the same play on fourth down. But they insert, you know, the dominant run game. They're able to get that going and the defense carries them and they just they pull away. This game was Michael all Pittman about Jr., seven catches, hundred and one yards. That punter for Tennessee. So it's actually eight, or it's eight receivers, rookie receivers now this year. I forgot about Pittman on Thursday night. Yeah, so. I mean the fourteen points pretty much gifted to the Colts. I mean the punter couldn't do anything about the blocked punt. No, he's back but, at FedEx. But but the the one that went seventeen yards or whatever, and then that just set the Colts right up for a touchdown. Yeah, that that was pretty much ball game. Philip Rivers another game without any turnovers. That's key. I mean when he's not Naeem under Hines. Got going. My thing is with Philip, he played a great game. I'm not going to knock him, but he didn't have any real pressure in that game. So I'm, Tennessee's one of the worst well, you, teams. But you can't blame him either. I mean, the Colts are also one of the either. best. They've only given up 27 quarterback pressures in the NFL this year. Oh, I wasn't talking about pressure as in getting after him. I'm talking about like pressure as in. They were losing at halftime. He had some yeah, pressure on him with I mean, some guess, questionable play calling. But then Tennessee gave them the game. Like he, I mean, he still had to capitalize there. I guess. What do you mean you guess? I guess he still had. I mean, he really didn't. He's fine, but he's. It could be worse. They're not t- gonna. They're not gonna do anything. Tennessee just kept spiraling. In this they're team. a wild card lost team in my eyes, but I had them going. Ten and six, and they look like they're well on their way to do that. 
I've never seen someone so down on a 10 and 6 team like you sound like fucking Eeyore when you yeah, talk about the goddamn Yeah, fucking Colts. win a goddamn Super Bowl. That's aggressive. No, um, it's not aggressive. Like, they're supposed to be so fucking good. And Who they, said that? No one had oh, them as dude, a Super Bowl fucking contender dude, all in the I same hear, fucking conference all, as the Baltimore Ravens hear, all, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Dude, all I hear about is they've built Who? such a great Are you team. hanging out with they're morons drafted, constantly? They're drafted so well. They well, have. Well, then fucking prove it. But they're win not a Super Bowl contender. Win yet. the they, goddamn thing. That's what you got to no do. No one was talking about them being a Super Bowl contender with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's fine. But in this conference. Something. You've got Patrick Mahomes to deal with. You've got Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore Ravens defense. That's fine. Uh, Big Ben's raping people like he normally does. He's back to his old ways. Sexual Um, assault. That's wrong. I didn't mean it. That's Pittsburgh's (laughs) contender this year. The only good thing about him this year is Bill O'Brien. He does stuff like this. Murray out of the pocket. Seven seconds. You know, somewhere Bill O'Brien was watching this game, saying, "I no, he's still he's still justifying in his fucking head that was worth a second round pick." No, there's no way he watches football anymore. How does Jamal Adams get two first round picks and DeAndre Hopkins? Bill O'Brien. Like a peanut. I mean, even. I mean, Stephon Diggs is even yeah. Antonio Brown. They got two first round or a first no, round. They got a third and a fifth. A third and a fifth. E- either way, because apparently now he's in more trouble. There's been a claim down in Florida Fuck. that he knocked out a, a security camera. Is that what it was? Yeah, he broke that and threw and, shit. And a sexual assault case starts in January. The Bucks have said they're aware of the situation and they'll monitor as it goes. It likely won't be resolved before the season's over, so they might get a free all pro player before the end of the year before Antonio Brown. Gets suspended for all of 2021, more than likely. Tack McKinley, Scars McKinley, was released by the Falcons. We had scheduled that. You know, he was going to go to to Cincinnati. He fails his fucking physical. So, he's not going there. Nice. He will be in San Francisco tomorrow Weird. to take. <laughs> well, they need it. I mean, they've had some serious injuries there, too. Um, and then other news, DeAndre Baker's case was dropped. Did you see yeah, anything yeah, about this? Not Well, did you see why? I didn't didn't actually read why. I seen it got dropped, but I didn't click on the article. So the four people that said he held them gunpoint at a barbecue over this—they all die. No, (laughs) the lawyer representing Uh, three out of the four um, people accusing DeAndre Baker said uh, told uh, the prosecutor or DeAndre Baker's lawyer that if they paid them two hundred sixty-six thousand dollars, these cases would magically be dropped. Oh yeah. So um, chop chop. DeAndre swear. Swore is innocent the entire time. It looks like he was getting extorted. Cases have been dropped. He is now in Kansas City as of tonight working out, which would be a huge signing for that yeah. defense that struggled against their own. I, I know. Him up in Great. I mean, he's not going to play right away, and right. I don't really think those two points are really going to help you. But you know what? Let's let's let you express your idiocracy oh, before us. It's time oh, for the long one too. Oh God! All right, let's get into this. Okay, guys, it's everyone's least favorite neighbor. It's time for Josh Reeves' Fun Fact of the Day. I know I'm going to regret this week when you texted me and said this is going to be a long one. Just get it over with. All right, kiddos. I'm going to start talking about the legendary Minnesota Viking defensive end, Jim Marshall. 
part of the Purple People Eaters. The guy was an absolute Iron Man. He's actually played a game through pneumonia. He shot himself, still played a game. And he's shot also... Shot himself like the day of? Yeah. And st- still. Yeah, tough son of a bitch. Gangsta. All right. <laughs> I mean, did Cheddar Bob himself, or does it say? No, it didn't say. But he's also very um, uh, known for, um, in a game against the San Francisco 49ers in 1964, he picked up a fumble and ran it 66 yards to the house, spiked the ball in his own end zone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've seen that, actually. But that's not where I'm going with. Oh, fuck. (laughs) This motherfucker, as an Iron Man... Was once trapped with sixteen other men, which one eventually died in a blizzard. You know how he survived? He ate the guy that died. <laughs> I wish <laughs> he burned his own fucking money. That that's it. That's, that's it. it. Okay, oh, that was <laughs> guy's fucking just invincible. I mean, you know what? There's a lot of things I'd rather do right now, and let's just let's get into Would You Rather, Nick. All right, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. It's that time of week again where we throw out two blind stat lines and let you pick the player you would rather start. Would you rather? All right, now that that stupid shit from Reese is fucking done with, we can actually get back to talking about sports and not about burning money or... Surviving a blizzard? I was pretty sure you were about to come in there and eat your microphone. This is why we don't give you one, because then you sit 20 feet away and you don't even talk into it. You either are trying to eat it or you're sitting way too far back. But you guys are drafting a rookie running back, or not a rookie running back, just a running back of the future for your franchise. So player A's got 586 yards to player B's 689. Yards per carry for A, 4.7, 4.4 for player B. Total yards from scrimmage. Player A's got 810. Player B's got 917. Total touchdowns for player A is 3. Total touchdowns for player B is 7. The missed tackle ratio, or percentage, I guess, would be the best way for amount of times they've touched the ball, how many times they've broken a tackle this year. 0.09% for player A and 0.05% for player B. Both are in the top 40 in the league, but not in the top 25. I think one's Antonio Gibson. I'm going to go with B. Okay, that's fine. I get that. Um, no one could probably out there hear Reeves because, once again, he mumbles to himself, acting like someone could hear him, which is good because you probably shouldn't listen to that dumb son of a bitch's fucking advice anyway. But, Reeves, who are you going with and yours. why? I've been more right about this shit than you have this season. That is a false uh, accusation. Who, who are you picking? I'll go with A for just argument's sake. Okay, I'll but why? Right, right, but you keep one. saying for argument's sake. <laughs> you say it every week, but then you don't give us a goddamn reason. He has more yards per carry. Okay. And he, and a higher missed tackle rate. Okay, but he doesn't have as many touchdowns and as many total well, yards. Okay, he probably plays for a much shittier offensive line. Plays for a much shittier offensive line. What if player B played for a terrible offensive line? He probably doesn't. He probably plays for the Patriots. Player B plays for the fucking Jaguars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's James Robinson. Motherfucker. Who did I get? Clyde Edwards Alaire. A plays great for a, offensive line. A good offensive line. line. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um, First round draft pick to an undrafted free agent. And it's nothing against Edwards Hilaire. It's just Robinson's having one of the better undrafted rookies. Yeah, I mean, that's not. Best one by far since Alfred Morris. For sure. I mean, he's going to be in. Alfred Morris was a six round pick. 
Was he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay, so since um, Aaron, Aaron Foster, Foster for yeah, Houston probably. by far. And Foster was, you know, dominant for about three years, so. Texans all-time leading rusher, which isn't saying much. All right, well, let's take a break because I, I can't I can't stand looking at Reeves anymore. <laughs> It's that time of year where we know who the shit teams are, shit so, but we're going to start there. So let's go with our bottom five. I'm going to go a little different direction here. So I'm going to let you guys start with your, are we starting at the bottom or are we starting like, a, let's go with 32. Let's go with 32. Jets. We can all agree that it's the Jets still, right? Yes. yes. All right. We still going with the Jags at 31. Yes. Mm, that's hard, but. Especially after the way they played this week, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep. All right, then I'm gonna start this off at 30. We've got an unprecedented new thing in the power rankings. In my fucking power rankings, I'm just putting NFC East. I'm fucking over it. (laughs) Worst division in football. I don't even want to talk about these four different fucking teams. It's that fucking garbage. They're all a four way tie, and eventually one of them is gonna be worse than the Jags and Jet. Well, not the Jets. The Jets still have Adam Gase for some unknown fucking reason. But the NFC East, four-way tie for 30th for me. Yeah. Uh, See, now you're... <laughs> that, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, I, but the Eagles, they, they could still do something, maybe. Yeah, they can get five wins and win this division. Yeah. And they're going to get a home fucking playoff I'm going to go with it. Houston's worse than the Eagles for me. And then... I yeah. trust Deshaun then Watson rest- more than I do Carson Wentz. At this point, for sure. Yeah. I I mean, I'm going to go with Dallas for my 30. See, and I still don't think Dallas is the worst team in that division. I think they've been ravished by injuries more. They've got more talent, clearly. That's why they're at 30. Common sense. Yeah, he's he's ranking them worse. (laughs) I I, I know. Yeah. But he just... (laughs) All right, who you got at 29, Reeves? Texans. About 28. Eagles. Let's go with the top five. All right, yep. All right, let's go with your fifth place team, Reeves. I did. Eagles. No, we're going top five now. Oh. Fifth overall in the NFL. <laughs> I don't even want to hear your debate for anything else. Serious? Oh. I'm seriously getting a headache. I want to go with the Buffalo Bills. That's why Manscaped's probably going to cancel our sponsorship. <laughs> I would after Reeves talks. They're going to repo like I might just all of his dump products. Dump you guys to promote me. To do what? Well, you're going to need the fun guy. fact of the week every week like, <laughs> on a different platform. Yeah, please go start your own podcast. Yeah. Hey, Manscaped, you know, I could be a single guy out there. Give us number five. I did. I said the Bills. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I got the Saints at five. Okay. Still? I, I think, no, I'm dropping them solely because Drew Brees is probably going to be out to the playoffs. He died. I would have kept them at third right there or fourth. Had them right there, but with Drew Brees being out, Winston can still get them as a top five team because they've got so many weapons. And their schedule's a little bit easier. You know, easy, right. But for right now, I'm, I'm sticking with the Saints right here because I'm going with the Packers at four. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints at four. Saints is four as well for me. Urban, give me your three. Packers, it was a hard choice. for me. I was going to go Steelers, but Packers. Go Pack, go. Bucks. Steelers at two. I still think. I still think with the Bucks, they're they're still going to keep getting better. They're going to get more time together. 
it looks as though Mike Evans is getting on the same page more and more with with Tom Brady, and that's gonna just keep happening because Antonio Brown's back, but he's just gonna keep drawing coverage for Mike Evans to be open more and more. Each and week. they Brady missed him on like a seventy yard touchdown too. Yeah, Dude, look at him. No, no. Antonio still looks damn good, and this defense is going to figure it out. They're they're still the best defense in the league against the run. You know they were little they're a little banged up in the secondary. Jason Pierre Paul had an interception last week. They're tied for uh, second in the league in forced turnovers. Um, They unfortunately have turned the ball over twelve times. Did he pick it with the strong hand? Damn it! (laughs) If the Bucks as as long as the Thanksgiving is coming up, (laughs) it was it was the Fourth of July, but. I was talking about scary movie uh, with yeah. you know, my strong. <laughs> Stop <game>. it! <laughs> but anyways, as long as the Bucks don't run into the Saints in the playoffs, they should be all right. Yeah, but they can play anybody but the Saints. I feel yeah, it's like. weird. But I'm I'm going with the Steelers at two. I still here. have Steelers and two here. I get their nine and zero, but for me, the Chiefs are still by far the best team in the league. Patrick are you Holmes doing the Elmo? best player in the league? Panthers. <laughs> I got the Chiefs at two. You got the Chiefs at two? Yeah, that's what's your I mean, you might as well put the Panthers there if you got the Chiefs at two. He's probably got the Cowboys there. <laughs> at one? Yeah. How'd they go from 30 to one? I, I went with the Chiefs at one, obviously, so you went with the Steelers. Steel City. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't even – do we even want to talk about fantasy football now if he's just going to keep doing no, this shit? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I just going to name a Cowboys ones. player. I, I think I'm going to let him just handle that. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, <laughs> Fantasy Reeves time. Yeah. Shut up and sit down. It's time for the Fantasy Frenzy. All right. Start it off. This is your time to shine. Oh. Tell people well, what to do in fantasy. fantasy football. Anyway, oh, this is going to be easy. Stop All right, worry. guys. In fantasy football, what I would do, I would start. Anybody gets that Seattle defense. Anybody? Kyler Murray, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. They're still giving up over 350 yards through the air. I I had Kyler Murray down, but my biggest one of the week, I think they're only owned in about 40% of ESPN leagues. I want to say 60% around in uh, Yahoo leagues. The Miami Dolphins defense, they are a guaranteed lock this week to start. They are number one in the NFL with 21 forced turnovers. They're going to give us the Denver Broncos, who are actually dead last in the league. Drew Locke loves to throw interceptions right now. Loves to throw play. turnovers. Probably shouldn't. It doesn't matter. They're still dead last in the league. If in Drew Locke doesn't play, oh, and the, my, it's the Dolphins even are my bad. Yeah, they're, start them twice. They're fourth in the league in in forced turnovers, but uh, no one's turned the ball over more than the Denver Broncos, and that'll probably change this week because Daniel Jones, you know, he's gone eight quarters somehow without turning the ball over, so he's due. But I was 100% if you've got Miami in there, start them and start them now because they can't figure out their offense half the time, too, unless it's the end of the fourth quarter. They've got some weapons. <clears throat> Deshaun Hamilton looks good. Jerry Judy looks good. They've got serious talent at running back, and I don't know what the fuck's going on with Melvin Gordon and Phillip Lindsay, but I'm starting the Miami Dolphins defense Lindsay this led week. me down. I know I led everybody bad. down last week with starting saying yeah. start the Eagles defense, but traditionally – Daniel Jones was good for two to three turnovers. They had already racked up over 15 points in most standard leagues the last time they played the Giants this year. But the Dolphins should be one of the best defenses to play this week. I'm going to go with uh, Duke Johnson. I mean, are you worried? I mean, he got, you know, a bigger share last week. Cleveland struggled this year, mostly against the pass, not against the run. I I mean, I don't trust that Texans offense is so up and down. 
I, I get what you're at, but I, I would have gone if I'm if I'm getting another running back that was probably dropped again. It's Mike Davis. They're going up against that Lions defense that's giving up over 141 yards on the ground a game, which is second worst in the NFL behind only the Texans. Yeah, McCaffrey. McCaffrey's out again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going that. I have McCaffrey everywhere. It hurts my soul. I would start Justin Jefferson against that Cowboys defense as well. You're not – no one's not starting Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he's an automatic start right the rest now. of the year. I mean, for sure. I mean, maybe if – I don't think they play the Rams, do they? So I don't. But he don't, wouldn't no, even be matched up against Ramsey anyways. He, would, he might. I think he'd see him. I mean, obviously it's him or Thielen, but, yeah, just like Kyler Murray's an automatic start if you've got him. Do you start a Colts running back against that Packers rush defense? Yes. Yeah, you start, start Jonathan Taylor. Or is it Naheem Hines? This I think you start Naheem Hines. I don't, I don't think you do, man. I, I, mean, I know I, Naeem I know Hines he, has been up and down. I, I get that. They don't use him as much. Jonathan Taylor's been the more questionable one. Who hasn't had a good game since fuck? Since, Probably, we, since Minnesota? Yeah. Against yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. But Naheem Hines, for the first time this year, had over 30 yards rushing. So he's. But they were never meant to use him constantly on the ground like that because Jordan. they have Jordan Wilkins. They've it. got Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he's, he's going to have scat five, back, six catches. Type player. Yeah. He's, but, I mean, Colter He's a solid flex option. He's not a starting running back. In, but if you are in a deep league, he is a very good flex or RB2 slot. I think Jonathan week. Taylor's going to run for like 90 yards this week. Okay. Well, then let's get into our pickums because that's the first game up of the week. So hit the music. Folks, it's time for the pickums of the week. 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 Does anybody know what fucking week it is? I'm not fucking giving you the picks before, so. You had the worst week of all time. <laughs> Dustin Urban. Did you go 0 5? He went 0 and 5. You went 0 5. No, you went 0 and 5. You took the Bears. They lost. You took Seattle. They lost. The Bills lost. The Chargers lost. And the Titans lost. You hit the trifecta of 0 and fucking 5 to move to 26 and 23 on the air. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% recording. Everybody needs to hear this. Reeves. Woo! Baby, one. Here I go. Still behind me. Um, I moved to 35 to 14 for the week year. Jones. Reeves, you're at 30 and 19. Urban, you're at 26 and 23. Sit the fuck back because the first game we got to talk about is this Thursday night game between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. We've got a tight, tight race in that NFC division, that NFC West. We got a three way tie basically with the Rams, Cardinals, and Seattle. So who you guys taking? Seahawks. For? Seahawks. I, 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 you've got to think at some point Russell Wilson's going to turn this ball, turn it around, stop turning the ball over so much. I get he's struggling against zone-type defenses. The Cardinals' secondary, outside of Buda Baker, has mostly struggled all season. And that in, does include Patrick Peterson. They are using Isaiah Simmons a little more. They can't If they can't get a pass rush on this weakened Seattle offensive line, Russell's going to pick you apart. And I don't know how they're going to be able to slow down Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I'm going Seattle on on a short week on Thursday night. I need the Jets to get a better draft pick with Seattle. Keep losing. I'm going to take the Cardinals to keep running that momentum, baby. That That's your reasoning? I just think Cardinals are a better team right now. Okay, but you can't. I, I've never. I don't Coming know. off a short uh, short week for Seattle and uh, Russell, don't get me wrong, he's most likely At got home. the slump. 
And the Cardinals have won seven so I'm gonna straight take, times there. I'm going to take the I'm better. taking make it eight times. I'm taking the Cardinals. Yeah, but I don't think they've ever swept them during the season for quite a while. 2020, Since, it's the shitty year. It's the first time. Stop touching the table. You touch that fucking table stop one goddamn time. Touching the fucking table. But I'll reach I, over there and rip your balls off. Oh, well, speaking of balls. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Manscaped you are no longer just launched. Never the- again. <laughs> this is your one and only promo intro. Go with it, Reeves. We've got no, you're already ruining that. Out. Go no, go ahead. Let's let everybody Reeves read. Word for word. Go ahead. Read the, the promo code entry. Shut this off. No. Keep it going. We're doing it fucking live. Come on, Reeves. Alright, let's do this live. Fuck it. We're All doing right. it live. Alright, let's go. The heavyweights is brought to you by <laughs> Support for the Heavyweights Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They've recently come out with the Lawnmower 3.0. Me, Urban, and that bullshit over there that tried to read, Reeves has it. It is one of the best man-below-the-waist grooming utensils you'll ever get. Christmas is coming up. If you use promo code HEAVYWEIGHTS, you get 20% off and free shipping. I can't love this product any more than I already do. I, you know, I've already subscribed to the monthly prescription of the body wash and the boxers. I absolutely love everything they've given us that I constantly keep ordering stuff. I recommend anybody out there do that. It is one of the best things I've had happen in my life in the last month and a half. That crop preserver is next level, dude. The best part is, is you can put these on monthly prescription subscriptions and you still get our promo code. If you use it heavyweights every single month, you still get that 20% off and free shipping. It is a beautiful thing. Just type in heavyweights, one word. At checkout. When I tell you this is premium, it's premium. Jesus God, Christ, he's still What's the next game? <laughs> the Packers are at the Please call. use our promo code. Thanks, Manscaped. Make your testies their besties. No, stop it. All right. All right. Some serious playoff implications here. Both teams, Packers are trying to win their division. They travel in Apples to take on the Colts. God, that was bad. Damn it. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, <laughs> um, oh boy. Philip Rivers. He's I'm taking the Packers here. I'm taking yeah, the road he's throwing team. two picks. The Colts are actually two and zero against the Packers the last two times they've met, including last time we went to Green Bay and smacked. Had no right ass. winning that year. That was Jacoby Brissett right. year when uh, Luck was out all year. So you're taking the Packers? Yeah, I'm going Green Bay all the way. Every time I, I didn't mean to run from the Colts. I, I get that. They beat me. See, and mine's been 50-50. Like, I know you guys took the Vikings earlier in the year, and then we all were well against them, but... What about Cleveland? Was I the only one that took... I took Cleveland. Yeah. Hey, he I was the only one that took Cleveland. Too. Yeah, you guys yeah. took the Colts. I'm taking the Packers. You're taking the Packers? So. I, I would rather take the Packers and the Colts win. I'd rather be wrong. Like, that's fine. I know. I, the Colts, if they can control the line of scrimmage, which they should... They should... I just it's it's the Aaron Rodgers is the X factor here for me. They got Anthony Lazard activated off IR today. They're going to get better through if the air. Devonte Adams, you can't, Adam, but you you, Adams, you but can't Rogers. slow Devonte Adams down. He's gonna do his thing. Can you keep someone on Robert Tunyon? Can you keep Van Skettling from getting over the top of the defense like he's done the last two Can weeks? Can you stop the others? Yeah, that's, it's that's really what it is. This is a very is Aaron Colts, Jones playing. Yes, Aaron Jones is playing, but uh, he's still going to be limited. But here's the thing: this is still a top five defense with the Colts that are they're trotting out there every week. Yeah. And they just activated Kamiko Kamiko Ture and um Sheldon Day. As so, long as if they can get after him 
even anywhere close to what the Buccaneers did, I like the Colts' chances. But I'm taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers here, but I'm taking – yeah. Yeah, I'll stick with the Packers. All right, next game up. We got two six and three teams again. We got the Tennessee Titans traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. I'll start this off. I know Lamar struggled in the passing game this year. They don't have a true number one. You know, he doesn't have many weapons. You know, he's only competing 64% of his passes. They've only thrown for 1,700 yards. But this Tennessee Titans defense cannot stop the run. They can't get a pass rush. The one thing you can't do against Lamar Jackson is get after him. If they give him time, which they're going to, it is going to be the Lamar Jackson show all day Sunday. I'm taking the Ravens here and the six and a half points they're giving up in Vegas. I'm taking the Titans. Why? That Baltimore front is hurt right now. Calais Campbell and them are out. I know that. That's fine, but it's... He asked me why. He didn't ask you why, motherfucker. Um, I just... I feel like the Titans are going to win this. They, they're they going to get back on track to where they need to be. And I mean, Baltimore's coming off a, a historic loss, too. I didn't even talk about enough, but they lost to New England on Sunday night. Yeah, that's They've got to win this if they want to stay anywhere that's close to this division, division race with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've got more talent on defense here. I think... This could end up being a running game. You know, both teams love to pound and control the ball. You've got Derrick Henry, and then you've got the four-headed monster, essentially, in Baltimore. Tennessee I has just, that I like the Ravens here. They do. Stop them. And they do, they, and they, they, they beat them. off the field. We saw that in the playoffs last year, and I think the Ravens will keep that in the back of their mind. They are the better team, in my opinion, especially their they defense. They are 100% the better team. They've got a better pass rush with Judon and Ngakwe. Yeah. People forget the Ngakwe's over there now. It's not fucking fair. Hadn't had a sack yet. Wolf is had a great year coming over from Denver, so I'm still taking the Ravens I'm here. going Tennessee. Just, I think, I, I I think get they're going to keep Lamar off the field and neutralize him. last week? It doesn't yeah, matter. What, Baltimore. <laughs> I don't feel so confident about it now, mister. I can't even read from a piece of paper. All right. Um, there really wasn't many, like, there's some other games on there, but I, I wanted to find, like, division races. Or close games, teams that are making the trying to push for the playoffs. You didn't go NFC East, did you? Ah, man. I Thank God. I don't even want to talk about NFC it. East. It was fun, but then I figured some team would pull away. But everybody's like, who can get to five wins the fastest? Uh, G-Men, baby. <laughs> it might be four. Detroit Lions at Carolina Panthers. Oh, shit. Teddy Bridgewater is playing, by the oh, way. Is he playing? Yeah, he's going to be at practice this week. It's not, it wasn't a significant injury. Detroit Lions? Wow. At Carolina. How far we have fallen here. <laughs> um, Panthers, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? Fuck it. I mean, this would put the Lions it's at 5-5. Lion. and five. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Lions. You got Reeves has to because yeah, he you haven't got nine wins. fucking 13-3, and three, so you what? better fucking. <laughs> now it's... <laughs> Seven I have more faith that the Lions getting to 13 wins than I do Reeves reading from a fucking piece of paper. Yeah, that's true. I'm taking the Panthers here at home. If Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play, though, my pick's going to look like shit because I'm immediately going to take Stafford. If he's out, I'm texting you. Yeah, so, it, that's my claws out. It's on paper now. All right, let's go to Monday Night Football. Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Tom Brady. That defense is turning it around. Tom Brady. Aaron Donald's going to have a field day with A.Q. Shipley because they moved Jensen to right right guard. He's going to break Tom Brady. I'm going with the Rams. You can give me a reason why. I think they're going to get to Brady, and Brady doesn't That's do exactly what we pressure. just said, and you're just repeating and this. Ramsey's going to at least get two interceptions. Two interceptions. Two interceptions. Two interceptions. Okay, he's, he's pulling. So the same oh, guy. Same guy. pick six. Okay. I, Anything I, else? I highly doubt Tom Brady's ever thrown two interceptions to the same exact guy in a game. I don't know about that. That's a 20. 
You know how this year's gone? I'm, gone. I'm just saying, I, I really doubt it. You know, there's Maybe. some things that have, have stayed the same this year. Adam Gase is still a terrible coach. Bill O'Brien was a garbage GM. And Tom Brady's still a pretty good fucking quarterback. <laughs> but, I'm, yeah, I'm going I'm going Tampa Bay. They look to be hitting, you know, even though they had that hiccup, that biggest all-time hiccup that Tom it Brady It wasn't just a hiccup. Had. It was an, a complete that, ass whooping. That, that was... That was get that was what we yeah. call getting fucked on. But, as much as I love Aaron Darnold and Jalen Ramsey, two of the best players in the NFL, especially on the defensive side, both are top five players in this league. I'm still taking that Bucks team that seems to be getting better and better each week. Like you said, that hiccup. They're four and one since week five, I believe. Yes. So since week five, you know, Tom Brady's getting it going. They're finding the run game more with Ronald Jones, who's third in the NFL with seven hundred and fifty rushing yards, by the way, behind um Dalvin Cook and King Henry. You know, good news for me is you can't get any worse than last yeah, week. You definitely so, can't do worse than, I mean, than 0 and 5. Yeah, so. so if anybody shouldn't be trying to bet all season, just whatever Urban says, ignore or stay away from this. This week, I don't know, it's, man, I'm it's coming just, in hot, man. Coming in hot. You're this almost week, under 500. No, this week. <laughs> this week, I'm coming in hot. You're the Bill O'Brien of picks. Uh, I, don't, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he stayed a little bit over 500 his entire career. Yeah, but I didn't. See, at trade. least I didn't call you the Adam. But I didn't Gase. trade DeAndre Hopkins. All right, I'll give you that one. All right, so Let's we hope you stay in. safe. We got a six pack to just open. Murray out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. At this moment, I DeAndre Hopkins. Crack open that fucking beer and let's get this six pack going. It's Murray Magic! This is the six pack of the week! Alright, it's my favorite segment where I get to piss Nick off even more than Reeves does every. I don't know, he's his neighbor, so he pisses him off quite a bit. Alright, in 1990. Who was the only receiver to catch a hundred passes that season? In nineteen, am I going to overthink this? Probably. Okay, it's, it's your mo. Yeah, I'm nineteen ninety. Yep, I'm going to say Jerry Rice. Then you can't ever go wrong. Usually, <laughs> if you pick Jerry <laughs> From Rice, nineteen eighty five to two thousand, you can't you can't not pick Jerry Rice. And, the and if you are wrong, you just take that on the chin. Am I but wrong? You're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Who led the league in receiving touchdowns in nineteen ninety nine? In 1999, I'm going to go with Randy Moss. Same team. Chris Carter. Yeah. All right. Against what team did Bo Jackson suffer his career-ending injury? Against what team? So, he's with the NFL. Yeah. Obviously. Los Angeles Raiders, because they were in L.A. still, I believe. Yeah. They'd come back. for. They hadn't gone back to Oakland yet. Just off of us. No. They weren't off of Super Bowl. I I think I'm wrong here, but I'm man, for some reason I want to say Seattle, but that's not. I'm gonna, no, it's not. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Can I guess this? No, please. Because my phone's. I didn't literally. look at. It, I don't. I don't care. Houston Oilers. Oh no, you're still wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's the Bengals. Okay, and the Bengals they suck. Which <laughs> they didn't in the late '80s. <clears throat> yeah, but that, I mean, when Bo got hurt, it was the '90s. It was '90 or '91. Right? Yeah, I mean, it was the Bengals early. were still. Competitive as fuck, then. All right, which 1990s team made its first conference title game appearance in over 30 years, aided by two former Super Bowl MVPs who joined their backfield from other teams? All right, say that again. Sorry. 
which 1990s team made its first conference title game appearance in more than 20 years, aided in part by two former Super Bowl MVPs who joined their backfield from other teams? San Diego Chargers? No, same division. No, the Broncos were in the fucking 80s. They went to the goddamn Super Bowl, you idiot. Jesus, fuck, does he know how the playoffs work? The Raiders won, so it would be the Kansas City Chiefs. It is. Joe Montana. And Marcus Allen. Yeah. All right. Which running back led the league in rushing yards in 1997? 97. So, in 98 and 99 was Terrell Davis, I believe. It was a 2,000-yard rusher. All right, Barry Sanders. Yep. All right. Also, another person in the 90s, it's either going to be – usually it's going to be Barry Sanders or Emmitt Smith. Yeah. Barry was the better running back in my opinion, but he also got unfortunate and got drafted by the Detroit Lions. Yep. Yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin Johnson, <laughs> the end. What – last one. What wide receiver had the most receptions in 1999? In 1999, who had the most receptions? Don't go with Jerry Rice. I'll give you one hit. It's not Jerry Rice this time. Tim Brown? No. Um, so, Moss wouldn't have done He was a big play machine. Um, so, 99 wouldn't have been Michael This guy Irvin. was blind in one eye. What the fuck? Jimmy Smith. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mark I, Burnell throwing him balls. I, I mean, that, it's a good thing he was blind. Was when Coughlin actually knew how to coach and, and was successful in Jacksonville. Hey, man, they had Fred Taylor back then. Like, he was. Oh, I know. I, I'm just saying, Fred Taylor was a monster. I love Fred Taylor. Yeah, no one can hear you, Reeves. Right, every, everybody come back next week. Hopefully, Reeves won't try to read from a piece of paper again. Our picks will look a little we'll do better. do our best. Yeah. Stay safe. Holidays are coming up. Please go to manscaped.com. Otherwise, we lose this podcast, and we don't want to lose our 22 followers. So stay safe, and we'll see you all next week.